It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Bill Rossetti welcoming you back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Actually going to double dip today here on Friday, try to make up a little bit for the week. Um, so glad you guys are sticking around. If you guys listened to the first podcast, talked about Cam Newton with the QB annual. Because, uh, again, we got great hookup with the fine folks at Pro Football Focus. So we're going to kind of dive a little more into pro fo- the Pro Football Focus stuff. We're actually going to talk a little bit of fantasy here. That's right. Everybody loves fantasy football. We're going to check out the fantasy draft guide from Jeff Ratcliffe, good friend of mine. We're going to focus a little bit on how he projects the Panthers' skill position players and how he think how he thinks they'll do and where you where you guys should take them in your uh, in your fantasy drafts because a lot of you I'm sure will be getting ready to draft your fantasy teams or maybe in a couple of weeks you'll be drafting fantasy teams as the, the preseason gets underway. Uh, I personally just finished my first draft, part of the Scott Fishbowl, the 900-team extravaganza. Uh, you can check it out at uh, scottfishbowl.com. You can follow the hashtag SFB8 on Twitter. A lot of people are, are talking about it. Uh, you can follow my team if you want to. I actually didn't end up with any Panthers, though. Uh, surprisingly enough, no Cam Newton, no Christian McCaffrey, nobody from the Panthers. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out for me. Uh, before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsors again over at Core Essentials. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Core Essentials. That's K-O-R-E Essentials, which makes the best belt you'll ever own. What makes the Core Track Belt so awesome? No belt holes. That's right. Instead... Their belts use a hidden track in the back of the belt with over 40 size points to choose from. Ever wonder why your pants slip and turn that waistline into a gut? Every day as you work, walk, eat, and play, your waist size fluctuates in and out just a little bit at a time. Core track belt adjusts to match your waist exactly. Each point on the core track belt is just a quarter inch apart. That simple, small innovation means you get a precise, steady, and comfortable fit every time you put it on. Removing or adjusting your track belt is simple. Pinch the small tab under the buckle. Core's patented design also makes it easy to remove the buckle or swap styles. Core track belts ship one size to fit every waist from 24 to 44 inches with an XL belt that goes up to 54 inches. You adjust the size yourself using their easy guide. Core offers a full line of fashion belts, including classic double stitch with full grain leather and smooth belts with no stitching as well as gun belts for concealed carry. They also offer a stylish assortment of buckle faces made using solid stainless steel or high-grade zinc alloys. Core's men's belts carry a 30-day money-back guarantee and a full one-year warranty against all defects, 
unusual wear or breakage. So feel confident when you shop and know that you're covered. But trust me, you're going to love it and want to get rid of all your other belts. Visit coreessentials.com to learn more and to get your own core track belt to see firsthand why it's the best belt you'll ever own. Seriously, once you go core track, you'll never go back. And we've got a special offer just for our listeners. Save 10% off your order when you use our code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout. That's core with a K, coreessentials.com, and use the code LOCKEDON to save 10% off your order. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's jump into it. Let's talk fantasy football, courtesy of the fine folks at Pro Football Focus and Jeff Ratcliffe. So if you listen to the first podcast or if you've checked out the QB annual, you know that Cam Newton was not ranked very highly in terms of the overall grand scheme of things amongst all quarterbacks in 2017. However, as we know, fantasy football is a much different animal, and Cam Newton's running ability obviously gives him a lot more value when it comes to um, when it comes to drafting or just total value to your team. In terms of the quarterbacks. Cam Newton is actually ranked third by Pro Football Focus and by uh, by Jeff Ratcliffe. Remember, it's all about, you know because again those those rushing stats are huge. Uh, the blurb they write about Newton: Many want to downplay Newton, but his fantasy production over his career is pretty impressive. Over the last six seasons, he's finished as a top five fantasy quarterback four times including 2015 when he ranked as the top option at the position. Newton is far from an elite passer with just one 4,000-yard season in his pro career, but he more than makes up for this deficiency with his legs. Newton led all quarterbacks with a massive 139 carries and 754 yards last season. That's 726 more yards than Tom Brady. So while Newton tossed 13 fewer touchdowns, 72.6 more fantasy points he added with his legs is the same amount of fantasy points as 18 passing touchdowns. Newton's dual threat ability and strong surrounding cast keep him in the elite conversation. If you recall, again, 139 carries, 754 yards. That, That was actually more rushing yards than, I believe, the leading rusher of 10 teams in 2017 so again just just that threat is you know what what makes him so huge you know he had six six rushing touchdowns you know like they said the the rushing yards between the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns that would have equaled 18 passing touchdowns so it's almost like the equivalent 
of him throwing uh, 40 touchdown passes. He threw 22, 22 touchdowns and, of course, ran for six more. Uh, they grade him – or they, they gave him a, a round seven grade. They value him around round seven in fantasy drafts. Um, medium volatility, you know, being kind of in the middle of drafts like that, it's not a whole lot of risk, uh, but certainly a lot of upside. Uh, their projected stats for him, 3,687 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Uh, they're also projecting three games of 300 passing yards uh, for those of you that play in leagues where you get bonus points for 300-yard passing games. They're also projecting him to run 122 times for 635 yards and five touchdowns, which would equal about 20.5 fantasy points per game, which is usually about what you want out of your starting fantasy quarterback. So certainly Cam Newton is a, is a guy you're going to want to target. You know, it, it, the reason, too, that some of these quarterbacks are ranked so low, you're not seeing guys go so high, is because people know that the quarterback pool is so deep. You know, let's take the Scott Fishbowl, for example, the league I'm in where you can start two quarterbacks and a lot of people were going after quarterbacks early because we have the super flex, which can be a quarterback. Quarterbacks are flying off the board, but you're still getting solid options. Even like in the fifth, sixth round when the pool is starting to dry up a little bit, you know, I personally ended up with Jared Goff, who I took in the fourth round. And then I think right after in the fifth round is when I took Marcus Mariota. And I'm, I'm pretty fine with that. You know, we know how outstanding the Rams' offense was last season with Goff, and now he's Brandon Cooks to throw to, who they just signed a five-year extension. And then Mariota will now have Matt LaFleur as his offense coordinator. LaFleur was offense coordinator of the Rams last season, so he's more or less going to bring that offense to Tennessee, and I think it's going to be um, something Mariota's going to flourish in, especially with a a big receiver like Corey Davis. So there you go. A little throw on the, the two guys as well. So a little added quarterback stuff there. Uh, for reference, they do have Aaron Rodgers as the number one fantasy quarterback uh, graded in round five. Uh, low volatility. I mean, you basically, as long as he's healthy, you know what you're getting in Rodgers. And then Tom Brady at number two. And then just kind of, to kind of run through... The quarterbacks, they have, uh, again, Newton at three, then Russell Wilson, four, Carson Wentz, five, Kirk Cousins, six, Deshaun Watson at seven, Ben Roethlisberger, eight, Matthew Stafford, nine, Andrew Luck, ten, Drew Brees all the way down to 11, which is a little surprise. But again, it just goes to show you um, how deep this quarterback class is. Now, they do, they do feel his elite fantasy days are over, but, I mean, I'd be – more than happy with a guy like Drew Brees uh, on my roster, especially if they're projecting him over 4,000 yards again and almost 30 touchdowns. Uh, Rivers 12, and then you know down the list. Uh, even the guys that I got in Scott the Scott Fishbowl they ranked Goff at 16, Mariota at 18. So again, it just shows how deep it is. 
running backs as we scroll down and if you've followed mock drafts you know that Christian McCaffrey is going to be a hype you, you are going to have to spend a high pick on Christian McCaffrey uh, especially if you're in a PPR league because of how much he's projected to be involved in the in the passing game uh, PFF is projecting him about 80 receptions again uh, almost 700 yards as well as over 500 yards receiving so they're projecting about 1100 total yards between rushing and receiving uh, and about 200 touches which is probably about where he's going to be now I know there's a lot of people that feel that's pretty high or I'm sorry that's pretty his draft value I should say Let, let's start that over his draft value is very high for someone like McCaffrey especially who may not be the full-time guy but uh, pro PFF does rank him 12th among running backs going into the season but again he is projected to be about a second round pick so you're still spending a high pick if you want to get him they do have Le'Veon Bell as the number one running back Todd Gurley at number two David Johnson three Zeke Elliott four Alvin Kamara five then Saquon Barkley at six obviously a lot of love for Barkley as a rookie but we know he's basically going to be plugged right in as the every down back right away Dalvin Cook Kareem Hunt Melvin Gordon Leonard Fournette round out the top 10 and then they have Devontae Freeman at number 11 uh, and then if we scroll down a bit and look for CJ Anderson he should be on here somewhere uh, they have for, former Panther Jonathan Stewart number 64 among the uh, among the running backs you know CJ or uh, Jonathan Stewart is basically more or less the backup to or kind of the handcuff to uh, to Saquon Barkley just one minute here okay here we go CJ Anderson comes in at number 41 among their running backs uh, projected stats for him 166 carries 714 yards five touchdowns 11 catches 98 yards so I'm projecting only about eight fantasy points a game uh, 166 carries you know so they're basically saying he's gonna gonna split with Christian McCaffrey I think that's what we're all expecting as well uh, again it's just his use in the pass or uh, McCaffrey's use in the passing game that's making him so valuable uh, in fantasy circles if we look at receivers you know obviously you're not really looking at high high value out of the Panthers receivers uh, Devin Funchess actually comes in at number 34 uh, but he is projected a seventh round pick you know but again it just shows 
the receiver is another position that we know it's going to be very deep. That's why running backs are so high, too, and why you have to spend a second-round pick on McCaffrey because a lot of the top backs are going to go quick. They, receiver is so deep. Quarterback is so deep that you can afford to wait on them, so it's going to push the running backs toward the top of the draft. That's, that's why a lot of the first pick, a lot of the picks in the first round and then into the second round are running backs. But Devin Funches comes in number 34 among wide receivers, uh, round seven grade, medium volatility, medium upside. Projected stats, 107 targets, 52 catches, 805 yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, so projected about 11 fantasy points per game. And then as we look for, we actually found former Panther Kelvin Benjamin coming in at number 44 for the Bills. And then looking for DJ Moore. Uh, kind of a deep sleeper. I don't even think he's DJ Moore coming in at number 53 round 10 draft grade high volatility but high upside and you know that that's to be expected with uh, rookie wide receivers you know not not all rookie receiver classes like 2014 with Odell Beckham and Mike Evans but you know 10th 10th round uh, I think is a pretty solid spot for someone that I think can be pretty effective in his rookie season they're projecting him to get 91 targets 51 catches 685 yards four touchdowns that would be about nine fantasy points a game and again if you're in PPR uh, could be a little more valuable with the with the 50 catches we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93% of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed Tight ends, we know Greg Olson certainly, and oh, by the way, I'll just run through who they have as the top 10 wide receivers. Uh, Antonio Brown comes in at number one, DeAndre Hopkins at two, Julio Jones three, Odell Beckham four, Michael Thomas five, A.J. Green six, Devontae Adams at seven, Keenan Allen eight, Mike Evans at nine, and T.Y. Hilton at number 10. Then we get into tight ends. And if, if you've played fantasy football, you know Greg Olson is as consistent as they come. Uh, in fact, they have blurbs on the tight ends. They didn't have them for running backs, receivers, I guess, because there's so many. But tight ends, they have something. So let's here's what they say about Greg Olson. Entering last season, Olson had only missed two games in 10 professional seasons. 
Unfortunately, his remarkable run of durability came to an end in Week 2 with a foot injury that sidelined him until Week 12. Chalk it up as a lost season, but the bigger question is whether Olsen can regain his productive ways. He's entering his age 33 season, which isn't as ancient as it sounds for a tight end. However, the Panthers now have better offensive weapons and running back Christian McCaffrey and rookie wide receiver DJ Moore. So there's a chance Olsen sees reduced target volume. That being said, he's been Cam Newton's favorite weapon, and that isn't likely to change in 2018. Olsen is a high-floor, low-ceiling option who is the best of the rest of the outside, best of the rest outside of the top three tight ends this year. Their big three, of course, being no, no surprise, Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, and Zach Ertz. So Olsen, they're projecting in round five, low volatility, medium upside. Um, you know, Olsen may not wow you, but you know you're going to get consistency out of him. Uh, they're projecting 118 targets this season, which is consistent to 2015 and 16. Again, 2017 we can kind of throw out. Uh, projecting 64 target or 64 catches, 812 yards, and five touchdowns, which ranks, which would be about 11 fantasy points per week. You know, so again, e even with DJ Moore coming in the mix and the, the emergence of Christian McCaffrey, you have to figure Greg Olson certainly is still going to be, like they said, one of the favorite weapons of. Uh, Cam Newton, hard to kind of see that changing, especially with Olsen getting a contract extension this offseason. So you have to feel Olsen will still be pretty well involved in the offense. So, you know, so certainly if you miss out on the top three tight ends, Olsen is definitely going to be a guy you're going to – you'll be eyeing if you're if you're looking at tight end kind of in those early rounds. You know, they're – Projecting Gronk in round two, Kelsey in round three, uh, Ertz in round three as well. Uh, the rest of the top five or top ten of tight ends, they have Delaney Walker at five, Evan Ingram at six, Kyle Rudolph seven, Jimmy Graham at eight. Now that Jimmy Graham, of course, is in Green Bay, so hopefully he'll be used a lot better than he was in Seattle. Uh, Jordan Reed at nine and Trey Burton at ten. Uh, and they also have David and Joku right after at number 11. Those two are actually my two top tight ends in the Scott Fishbowl. And the interesting thing about the Scott Fishbowl, too, is that there's a bit of a premium for tight end scoring. Uh, it's a half-point PPR and half-point first down for all players. But you get an additional half-point PPR and half-point first down for tight ends. So effectively, tight ends are full PPR and full point per first down. And Burton and Njoku are two guys that I think certainly have a lot of upside in PFF agrees. Uh, Trey Burton now goes to a Chicago team with a rising star Mitchell Trubisky quarterback and a head coach now in Matt Nagy that's going to take an offense from Kansas City who have of course, was Travis Kelsey. A lot of it ran through Travis Kelsey. That's now going to come to Chicago. And Chicago, you, we know now they have a lot of weapons, including uh, Allen Robinson, a wide receiver. So you're not going to be able to really defend the middle of the field. 
and really focus on Trey Burton because you have to deal with Trey Bur or uh, Allen Robinson. You have to deal with uh, Taylor Gabriel. You have to deal with the two running backs and Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. So there's a lot, and we know we've seen how athletic he was. Um, I mean, look at the Super Bowl. He's the one that threw the touchdown to Nick Foles on Philly Special. Now he's going to get his chance to uh, really showcase his stuff as kind of the the number one option. Uh, and then David Njoku, uh, we saw flashes of him last year. Again, a guy who's very, uh, very athletic, former first-round pick of the Browns. So really excited to see what these guys can do. And then finish off at number 12 because a lot of standard leagues are 12 teams. So if you go 12 deep, uh, they rank Tyler Eifert at number 12. And then even some guys deeper. Uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins is another guy I got in the Scott Fishbowl. Uh, he's now in Jacksonville. Maybe you can kind of turn things around with Blake Bortles. Uh, and I don't believe uh, they have former Panther Ed Dixon ranked number 37. He, of course, now is in Seattle. Uh, but it doesn't look like they have um, Ian Thomas in here. Uh, they do have Antonio Gates in here as well, by the way. Don't be surprised if the Panther or if the uh, Chargers bring back Antonio Gates, especially with um, with Hunter Henry out for the season. So it'll be really interesting to see see that aspect. And then, last but not least, real quick before we get out of here. Defense and special teams and the kickers. So if we look at the defense and special teams rankings, uh, no surprise. You know, certainly makes sense. Jacksonville at number one. We know they were fantastic defense last year. Uh, Philadelphia at number two. The Rams at three. Vikings four. Ravens five. Texans six. Chargers seven. Broncos at eight. And the Panthers come in at number nine, um, projecting 21.7, I guess, points per game allowed, uh, projecting almost 40 sacks, 12 interceptions, 12 fumble recoveries, one defensive touchdown, projecting them to give up just 95 rushing yards per game, you know, front seven, very stout, uh, 267 passing yards per game, so total about 360 yards per game. Also projecting one special teams touchdown. So total about 110 fantasy points. Again, it, it depends on matchup too. You know, I personally am one that plays defense roulette. I just go by matchups based on what teams are, are available. But PFF does rank the Panthers number nine among defense. Uh, Saints at 10, Seahawks 11, Patriots at 12. And then kickers, Steven Goskowski, number one, Justin Tucker, two, Matt Bryant, three, Will Lutz, four, Chris Boswell, five, Greg Zerline, six, Jake Elliott, seven, Matt Prater, eight, Harrison Butker at nine, of course the former Panthers draft pick that ended up having a very good rookie season for the Chiefs, Mason Crosby at ten, Kaimi Fairbarn of the Texans at eleven, and Robbie Gold 
of the 49ers at number 12. Graham Gano comes in at 14 among among the rankings. Uh, they actually, you know, for the top 12, they gave their projections. For the rest, they more just gave their last their stats the last couple seasons and some weeks where they'd be a good streamer option. Uh, so for Graham Gano, they project him to be a, a good streaming option in week three against Cincinnati, week five against the Giants, and week six against the Redskins. And a bad streaming matchup, so I guess a, day, a week you'd want to stay away from him. Week one against the Cowboys, week seven against the Eagles, and week ten against the Steelers. All the other weeks are pretty neutral. And with that, there's a look at how Pro Football Focus sees the Panthers. Oh, by the way, they also have IDP on here as well, if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, Luke Keekley is, they do rank as the number one IDP, IDP player. Uh, not really a surprise there. So if you're in, if you're in an IDP league, he's obviously going to be a guy you're going to, you're going to go through. And then of course, if you have this, um, it also gives you the schedule grid. It gives you fantasy strength of schedule for the different positions. It uh, gives you team game script stats. Uh, so percentage of snaps, you know, total snaps, percentage of those snaps in the no huddle, fantasy points per snap, and seconds per snap, uh, defensive pace, snaps with and without the lead. Uh, a lot of game script stuff. So a lot of, a lot of great stuff here. And then they give you a draft board breaking down by round and position and then PPR rankings. Um, so that, okay. So I guess those were non PPR rankings. So real quick, uh, Cam Newton third among quarterbacks. And again, this is PPR Christian McCaffrey, number 12, uh, Devin Funch is 34. So these seem like they're pretty much the same DJ Moore, 53, Greg Olson, four. So they're pretty much the same, just kind of, just in a small listable format. Uh, again, so if you have Pro Football Focus, all that is available to you. So with that, we'll wrap things up here. Again, really want to thank Pro Football Focus for hooking us up here. Uh, again, I think it's going to be very exciting to bring some of these stats to you guys here on the podcast. It's going to make things a lot more intriguing. So between that and just kind of breaking down the games, I think we're in for a real great season. I also want to thank Core Essentials again for sponsoring the podcast as well. Again, check out coreessentials.com and use the promo code Locked On to save 10% off your first offer. So until next time, Bill Rossetti saying thanks for listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast. Take care, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 